This is the Champions of Print podcast series, recognizing Canadian companies and individuals that have helped fight COVID-19. Champions of Print is sponsored by Spicers. Spicers is a leading distributor of printing papers, specialty products, graphic solutions, sign and display media and equipment, and industrial packaging supplies. Partnering with trusted global manufacturers, Spicers sources, stocks, markets, and distributes a diverse range of quality products. Today, I'm joined by Cenalite's Vice President, Brian Mishkati, and President, Mike Mishkati. During the pandemic, Cenalite displayed innovation when it launched its Bounce Back Resource Center with an aim to help print service providers, or PSPs, succeed during this time when many print shops are struggling. Mike and Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. First off, I just want to congratulate you both and Cenalite on winning a Champions of Print Award. Oh, that's great. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Can you please tell me a little bit more about the Bounce Back Resource Center? So the Bounce Back Center essentially was, I guess it was, uh, it was in mid or late March when... Uh, I guess COVID started happening and uh, lockdown started occurring during in the economy. Uh, obviously, it was a very difficult period of time for everyone. We didn't know what direction our industry was going with the print industry. The, the industry, I guess, significantly got impacted because when stores and malls and retailers, they started closing down, obviously, uh, the need for advertising and promotions wasn't really there anymore. Uh, so I think... There was a quite uh, that lack the lockdowns lasted maybe a couple months, and then as they started easing the lockdowns, we understood that it, it was completely different. It was something that we weren't used to. There were different products that were now uh, popular, so we noticed that a lot of people were now ordering hand sanitizer label products. We noticed that label products for takeout uh, were were booming. Uh, a lot of apparel was being uh, ordered, so. A lot of our customers, our distributors, uh, commercial print shops were basically coming to us and saying, I don't know how to essentially deal like this isn't this is unprecedented. We don't sell these products. We don't know which markets are doing well, which industries are uh, are basically booming at the time. So we decided to get to the drawing board uh, and we wanted to create a resource that would allow our customers our distributors and a commercial print shops to know exactly which industries are doing well at the time, uh, what products are doing well. So for example, some of the uh, industries that were doing really well uh, when it comes to this were takeout. So we did a lot of uh, labels for takeout and products like that. Uh, We also introduced actually several different uh, face shield products, uh, protective shields, uh, and different products that our customers could take and sell because they were high, very high in demand. So we came up with many guides. The team, our marketing team, we got together, senior management. Uh, we compiled a list of what we wanted to do. So we came up with some sell sheets, industry product guides. Uh, we did some webinars, uh, survival guides, uh, and even some bounce back product images of these different new products that they could actually put onto their email marketing and their websites and to show their customers in order to help them sell the product. Can you explain the process behind developing these guides to help PSPs? Yeah. So one of the first things we did was we surveyed our customer base. We wanted to know what 
they were struggling with, what they needed to learn, how we could help them. So we got the responses from them. A lot of them obviously said that, uh, hey guys, you guys are offering all these PPE products, but we don't know who to sell it to and how to sell it with. Others basically said, we are traditionally selling to, for example, retailers in the malls are print products, but they're not really active anymore at that, at that time. So what, which, product, which industries could we actually go and uh, sell our products to? So once we came up with those responses, we basically sat down as a team. We decided to basically understand what are the best ways to demonstrate and communicate these guides. So obviously everything at the time, everything was closed. There were no conferences happening. Everything was digital. So we decided to do PDF sell sheets. Uh, we decided to webinars were huge. Zoom meetings were big. So we got onto that as well. Another thing was that they were no longer, we learned that our customers were obviously no longer seeing their customers face to face. They couldn't go to their shops. So cold call calling was a big thing as well uh, in order to reach their customers. So we took these ideas, we came up with some subjects and from there we basically sent it to them by email. We did some webinars and it was more or less electronic. What inspired you to launch the Bounce Back Resource Center and Apparel Resource Center in the first place? It was a very difficult time for every company in our, in our industry. Uh, our customers needed support. Our whole, our whole company were based on helping our customers uh, sell products and profitably sell them. Obviously, there wasn't that much revenue out there for companies in the print industry. So we wanted to play our part to support our customers during those difficult months. So, so we had traditional commercial printing side, which like postcards, business cards that were really severely impacted. But we actually noticed that apparel, like DTG and products like that, t-shirts, branded t-shirts started actually doing really well. So they had the negative, they had a positive uh, impact during COVID. So we really, an inspiration there was also uh, to help our customers diversify. This is a product on top of roll labels as well. So apparel and both roll labels were doing really well at the time during COVID. Uh, and I think their forecast is to continue doing well. So we wanted them to help them to diversify and to jump onto these new products that they can sell. Yeah. And I think one of the main things that we recognize as an organization ourselves is we got impacted heavily too. So when, when there was the shutdown that occurred in mid-March, we saw our revenues drop drastically as well so we were we it was a painful time and it was really really hard and i i guess we went to the drawing boards ourselves to see how we could keep our momentum going and obviously how to uh, keep sane during the times that it's difficult as a business person to see all the revenues gone overnight so the exercises that we took to develop internally uh, items to grow our revenue, we decided to share those secrets with our customers as well. And we saw a great benefit with that because uh, it took us maybe 30 days, 45 days. And uh, obviously we have the resources available to us to, uh, to research, develop, to trial and test the ideas. And when we saw that we found a couple of them that are successful, we basically set up the formula for our clients and our resellers to replicate what we have. 
And the ones that were aggressive and they went after it, they actually found it really useful and they were successful at uh, implementing it. And we saw their revenues just skyrocket. And because we track everyone's data and everything, we noticed that these guys, because they implemented these rules, some of them were doing more than more revenues with us than before. And it was really interesting to us to see all of a sudden this is happening during a COVID period that everything is locked down and everyone losing business. Uh, these businesses are growing. So it, it, it felt really, really good. What were the responses you received from PSPs, your customers, the community? Uh, the responses were great. I think everyone was they were looking for something, right? Because uh, revenue, like the traditional commercial printing uh, side of the business, which is postcards, brochures, anything printing related in the commercial sector, it got hit really hard. It got hit like 60, 70% during those times. So, and everyone has bills to pay and everyone has expenses. So uh, everyone was trying to get something new and to be able to attract new business and the ones that actually uh, paid attention to it and the ones that actually were able to implement it successfully it, it was it was great they did really really well with it uh, and overall I think everyone in the community really liked it because it was something new to them it was new to us as well like we weren't selling face shields before the pandemic you know what I mean I don't think that many printers were anyways. So it was really interesting to see people selling face shields, uh, shield guards that you see at your grocery store. Um, we, before COVID, we never even thought about doing that. And there are specific people in our industry that do that on a regular basis. But for us regular, uh, I guess, printers, we never touched that. For them, it was new too. So uh, for, for them to find, um, I guess, a proper way of being able to sell it uh, and demonstrate it to their clients that they know uh, what the product is and to be able to quote it right away, it benefited them greatly. Did you encounter any challenges when starting up the initiative? Definitely. Uh, as mentioned before, some of the products we did not produce some prior to COVID. So for example, uh, face shields, for argument's sake, uh, we didn't even know where to get the material from. And it took us, I could say, two to three weeks to be able to find a reliable vendor to figure out exactly how to manufacture the product and to be able to execute it in a way that our uh, clients are able to sell it to their clients. Manufacturing was a great struggle because we didn't know how to manufacture some of the items. Like for example, for floor graphics, majority of the floor graphics prior to COVID, we were printing it directly on a material on an inkjet printer that didn't require lamination. But that product, because there were no shipments coming from China, had ran out. So none of the suppliers in the city had any of those rolls of material on their floor. So we had to go to the drawing boards, figure out how to produce it on a new material. Along the way, we got a laminator because uh, we understood that majority of the floor graphics, you need lamination because you want it to be anti-slip, etc. 
So the manufacturing side of that product, for example, was a struggle. Uh, one of the other struggles was that majority of the shields that we were producing after, afterwards, we didn't even know where to get the material from because it wasn't our expertise. Some of the vendors were new to us and we were new to them. So they didn't know who they, who they were dealing with. So it was, uh, it was really hard to get that relationship going. Some of our machinery didn't have the proper equipment to be able to cut those uh, shields, for example. So we had to find from internally because at that time, nothing was being shipped from any manufacturer because everyone was locked down. And anything you wanted, the ETA was three months, but no one had three months. So internally, like in in Toronto, we were able to find uh, a local supplier that has, for example, the equipment and we were able to purchase it from them and we were able to produce it. So there were challenges and there were a lot of challenges, but at the end of the day, I think we got through them. Supply was really difficult. Like you would find one supplier and one material that worked out, everything was okay. And then you think you have the supply, the supply chain is there, but a week later you get a notification that it's not there anymore. So, and, and you have customers that well, want to order these because they're selling it to their customers and you got to quickly pivot and find something comparable on time because we were, we were trying to ship these out within a couple, like two, three days of the order. So, so timelines were also very difficult. Mike and Brian, thank you so much for joining us today and congratulations again on your award win and for demonstrating such innovation and initiative to help your community, including print service providers around the country. Thank you for thank having you so us. Much. Thank you. Please subscribe to Print Action's e-newsletter to be notified every time a new podcast is uploaded. I'm Kavita Severwal-Chomiak. Thank you for tuning in to the Champions of Print podcast series. See you next time. Champions of Print is sponsored by Spicers. Spicers is a leading distributor of printing papers, specialty products, graphic solutions, sign and display media and equipment, and industrial packaging supplies. Partnering with trusted global manufacturers, Spicers sources, stocks, markets, and distributes a diverse range of quality products.